another episode of Block Talk, presented by Here in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Start your engines, because we're hopping across the Atlantic to the beautiful country of Spain as the latest iteration of the Drag Race franchise is about to start. But before they do, we have to talk about the 10 queens vying for the crown. It's time to preview the premiere season of Drag Race España. And joining me to call me out on my horrendous pronunciations, it's Lyra Vega. Hello. Hola. Or should I say hola, hola, hola. Yeah, like I have a feeling we're gonna get hola, 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 just like we've been getting good day, good day, good day. Right. <laughs> um, welcome. How how are you? I'm lovely. I um, you know it's it's May and things are looking up. I'm performing again in real life and people are getting vaccinated and stuff, so I can't complain. I mean, that's that's a good thing. We're we're yeah. we're almost in the free world again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, listeners. There may be another person jumping in at some point. Chola Spears may be here. We don't know. We'll find out. We're recording before noon, which is rare for me, but we're here. And we're like going to do it. 8 a.m. for a drag queen. So, basically, yeah. basically. Um, before we begin, I need to give a shout out to my friend Aaron, who helped me with a couple researchy things, uh, because without him, I probably would have been saying some of the terrible, inappropriate things. Uh, but he is um a big fan of spain he's lived in spain and he has helped me out with some spanish things so thank you to him like how how are you with spanish how's your spanish yo puedo hablar así así pero like i so like i am i'm a spanish speaker but not my first language i uh Mm -hmm. am mestizo which means mixed and uh, i was raised in a cuban-american household where english was first but i do speak spanish too Mm-hmm. But it's funny, I was watching this and then I realized, oh, I forgot. I totally, I've been to Spain many times and I studied abroad in Madrid. So I feel like I at least have a lot of like contextual knowledge of Spain and I've been there many times. And uh, I just love their accent because they have that list going on. Like, girl. Yeah, they, they sure do. Barcelona. What is Barcelona? <laughs> well, see, and now this, this is why I'm excited that most of my guests this season are going to be Spanish speakers. So I can be called out because... I know my pronunciations are going to be shit. I have not taken Spanish class since high school, and we all know I'm pretty old, so that's been a while. <laughs> um, so I apologize in advance of how I pronounce things, yeah. and I will try to not be offensive if I use the the lisp because it, that's how they speak. That's yeah. the, 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 the Spanish. Well, here, um, here's, a, here's a lovely phrase for you to learn right now. It's okay. called lo, lo, Lo siento. I know lo siento. I remember that one. Lo siento means I'm sorry. Yeah. See, <laughs> I'm sorry already, friends. But I, I, I'm excited to talk about this franchise because it feels so different. Yeah. Um, we, we're watching Drag Race Down Under right now, which is all about camp. I feel like España is all about the fashion. Totally. I could see that. Yeah. They're They're yeah. much more high concept than what I think we're used to. I mean, I, uh, overall, I was pretty impressed with the promos. I mean, that's all yeah. we have based it on so far. But um, yeah, there's definitely some looks. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, before we dive into that, I want to give some facts about Spain and and their uh, relationship with LGBTQ relations and some facts about the series we're about to watch. So we're going to start off with some Spanish facts. Um, Spain has undergone several significant changes over the last decades to become some of the most advanced in the world. As of the 2020s, Spain is considered the most culturally liberal and LGBT-friendly countries in the world. Mm. Uh, did you experience that when you were living in Spain? I, uh, well, actually, so World Pride, not World Pride, what is it? Yeah, I think World Pride um, is um, the, the year I went, uh, the last time I went to Spain was World Pride in Madrid. And so mm -hmm. there's this gay neighborhood called Chueca. And <laughs> it's... What a time is it? It's 11.25 a.m. Great. Let's spill the tea. Um, they are very open. Very, very... like It's like people on the street being fucking gay as hell. Like, there's bars and, like, people everywhere. Um, that was, like, I think the only time I've had, like, sex in a club salt. So, they're very open. I was open. We're all open. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. That sounds like a great world pride. Yeah, no. They, they, uh, but in all seriousness, yeah, they were, like, super, super welcoming. Um, and this is before I did drag, but I was just, like, I've always, you know, been a flamboyant dressing a gay man so um even then like i was 22 21 oh lord i'm 30 that was a while ago but um anyway <clears throat> yeah like super super accepting very it was very much like the energy of almost like new orleans in a way mm -hmm. which new orleans is not nearly as like liberal i would say but it's still really fun but it was that kind of like energy of like everyone's on the street just having a fun time living their life um and that gay neighborhood was so cute also they would have these a big thing in Spain is tapas, mm -hmm. and uh, so tapas are like little snacks, and uh, all the bars down there would give you tapas, but like every time you order a snack, you also get a drink with it. So like, flash forward to two hours later, you're like drunk and like full of cheese, and you're like, oh my god, oh, it's wow. great. Yeah, sounds like my my perfect night. Mm -hmm. So among ancient Romans in Spain, sexual interaction between men was viewed as commonplace and marriages between men occurred during the early Roman Empire until a law against homosexuality, homosexuality was created by the Christians. Shocker there. Right. Same-sex sexual activity became legal once again in 1979 in Spain. They legalized both same-sex marriage and adoption rights for same-sex couples in 2005. Transgender individuals are allowed to change their legal gender without need for sex reassignment surgery. And LGBTQ people are allowed to openly serve in the military and donate blood since 2005. So Spain sounds like a really cool place. So what are we doing? <laughs> right? What, what? Why are we so behind? I should move. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> so those are the things I learned about Spain. Um, if Very there cool. are more things we should know, listeners, let us know, because I like learning. Um, I will say my favorite dish in the whole world is, is paella, and that's a Spanish dish from Spain. It's like mm -hmm. seafood over rice, and it's just like my favorite. Yeah. Have you made paella yourself? No, because I live in, in a New York City apartment. I can't even fit a goddamn tea kettle, let alone, you know, you know the size of a pan you need uh -huh. for paella? <laughs> yeah. You can barely fit a goddamn little... Uh, little thing to boil my fucking heart that's, that's true <laughs> well let me give you some more facts about drag race espania what we know so far it is set to premiere on may 30th on wow presents plus and um a tres player premium in spain so if you are living in spain you cannot watch it on wow presents plus you got to watch it on your own streaming platform 
The show will be hosted by Spanish drag superstar Supreme Deluxe. She will be joined by Javier Calvo, Javier Ambrosi, and Anna Locking. Are you familiar with any of those people? I'm zero for five. I just, I don't know any of those people. But I can't um, wait to get to know them. Yeah, I, I, I know that um, Supreme Deluxe seems like she's a bit, a bit, a bit of a big name out there. Um, yeah. Javier and Javier are um, film actors, directors, and are married. Um, so that's cute. Oh, right, mm -hmm. right, right. And Anna Locking, I know, is a fashion designer. So we got a nice, fun panel. Um, yeah. One of those people, I remember watching like a preview, and like one of them has like insane cheekbones. I forget who it was. Javier. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I saw yeah. that. I was like, oh my God, is that real? <laughs> yeah. So again, th this panel seems a little less like what we're used to, um, where we have a, a panel basically of RuPaul's best friend and a bunch of comedians. Right. Th these are people who seem more in the fashion world. So it feels more like top model-esque. Hmm. It's exciting. We like the kind of changing it up. Something new. Right, right. There have been no official announcements of guest judges, but expect a revolving door of guests to sit on the panel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've looked at any uh, clips from the show, but it looks like they have decided to make their runway look like a fucking club. It is. Yes, I saw that. Outrageous. And I'm kind of here for it. Very fun. So that's all we, we, are, we know at this point. Um, is there anything you're hoping to see on the show? Or any specific challenges or runways or lip syncs? Um, well, I will say that, like, so far in, like, the UK, <clears throat> UK and um, down under, the lip syncs have been kind of skewing towards, like, artists that are from those countries. So I need a lost catch-up lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You said it, and it's probably going to happen. I need um, a Spanish-ass fucking last catch-up pop moment. <laughs> I am very familiar with that song. That was probably my high school days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, 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 good song. And you know what? You said it, it's going to happen. But yeah, um, UK has definitely been full-on um, British artists. Right. Down Under started that way, and then they threw on that bitch from RuPaul and um, Peaches oh, and Herb right. in there. But... There are a lot of good Australian songs, so I don't know why they had to yeah. go to RuPaul. Mm. But we're not here to talk about that show. We'll we'll discuss yeah. that preview later. Yep. So I had Lyra and Chola uh, rank the queens. I ranked them all. And this is how we usually do it. We, we'll go from worst to first, how we predict they'll do on the season. Even mm. though Chola's not with us right now, we're going to still go with this order so we can mock her picks, yeah. um, as we go. Um, so we're going to start from the worst, end with the first. And it's a really interesting order. So I her order, and her order was almost like the exact opposite of <laughs> yeah, and I was probably kind of in the middle of both of you, so that's why I got things are kind of weird and fishy. But um, I think this is going to be really fun to discuss. And are you ready for our first queen? Totally. All right, number ten, the one we predict will be out first. Unfortunately, it is Inti. Um, she is twenty years old, currently living in Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, her hometown is La Paz, Bolivia. So she's not even Spanish. Yeah. Um, Inti is non-binary and considers themselves trans. So is this officially our first trans contestant based on that? Well, I mean, Gia went into All-Stars 4. Fair, right. Yeah. But I guess in a, in a regular season. It's hard to keep track. We're on like, yeah. if we count, I mean, 
if we count All-Stars and International, what are we on, like season 20-something of Drag Race overall? It's true. It's true. I can't remember. <laughs> the name Inti comes from the ancient Inca sun god. Um, she is an active member of the Spanish ballroom scene where they walk in the runway category. Mm-hmm. Inti is the first Drag Race contestant to be born in the 2000s. Let that hit you. Oh, my God. What? Oh, Jesus. Doesn't that hurt? Doesn't that, like, make you want to puke I'm a little not bit? that old, but that just made me feel, like, old. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, great. Yeah. So, she is currently based in Belgium. Inti is the first queen not from Spain to compete on Drag Race España. This makes her the second queen in Drag Race franchise to come from Antwerp, Belgium, following Sergine from Drag Race Holland. Oh, yes. She is the first Bolivian to compete on any Drag Race franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, she describes herself as a futuristic indigenous with lots of red. How do, how do you feel about Inti? What, why do we rank her so low? What are we not feeling? Yeah, so I ranked her second out, which is almost exactly, I mean, you ranked her first out. Um, I just feel like she doesn't come across to me, again, don't know the girl, but she just comes across as, I mean, not only young, but just like not that experienced because there's some queens like a Gigi Good or like Aquaria that are young, but they feel like they're really seasoned. For me, I don't know. She just didn't feel, based on what I watched of like the three minute promo, like fully fleshed out yet. Yeah. So the look was cute, but it wasn't like everything. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. um, She, her inspirations include Grace Jones, David Bowie, Chicky Bomb Bomb La Pantera and Bad Bunny, a really interesting quartet because they just <laughs> don't go together. Yeah. And I feel like that's who she is. She doesn't fit anything. Yeah. Um, she can sing, dance, sew, and then she goes on to say she can cook, clean, and do makeup. Uh, she wants to win because okay. she thinks, yeah. Clean. <laughs> I mean, because that's a challenge in Drag Race. I was going to say, like, are we making fucking omelets on Drag Race now? What's happening? <laughs> She wants to win because she thinks she's ready to take over the drag queen empire. So she got she got bold aspirations here. Um, my question of the season, and I like to ask a question of the season for each queen. She's young and confident without a personality. Can Inti translate to TV? That was my biggest disconnect is she just did not feel like she had a TV persona. Yeah, I was missing that, too. Um Hopefully, I mean, listen. I I hope I always hope for the best. I hope she can. Uh, will she? I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's discuss the look a little bit. Um, I love to give the shout outs to the designers when they are listed. So this is hair by Luis Miaba Nyong Atagana, nails by Sal Kali. Um, um. So she's telling us this is like some Incan god inspiration. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that from this. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah. Also, I mean, to be fair, like, I, I mean, clearly they were put in a box for this promo, like red or white, like you have to do one or the other. So maybe if she had more options, but the color could have translated, but I don't see it. As- yeah, and, and the, the piece um, that's on her back with that giant train, it just feels like it was added. Yeah, it honestly looks like a boogie board. To me. Yeah, you're right. It looks like a boogie board. Um, yeah. And then her hands are painted red. Um, there's a lot of red on her face that li- really looks like blood. So I'm not really sure what the, the what we're going here for. I know we're, there's indigenous um, ma- moments to the look. It's right. not necessarily reading to us, which is okay. 
But for a promo look, this feels very basic. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to boot it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, the audience, because I asked these uh, Toots and Boots almost a month ago, uh, they went 37% Toots, 63% Boots. So they are on our side. They're not feeling Inti as much. We'll see. I always love to be wrong. Inti, I hope you are uh, wonderful, but uh, we just don't see it in you. I'm taking a quick look right now again and just see. I will say her makeup is kind of cool. It is cool. It's just the reference not sure my, i got my thing is like i feel like also wait a second is she not wearing earrings okay that's my thing all right <laughs> sorry ah! that's my thing i mean listen this is coming from someone that doesn't wear nails but like i have a good reason because i play piano on my gigs but um uh i just don't get the no earrings thing i, I don't know it's just not for me that's fair but, that, uh, that's totally fair but um i do love this makeup it's very unique because i i think especially nowadays people's paints are so similar all the time like mm-hmm. this is a really cool different uh Totally different type of thing. Yeah, really cool. Well, Inzi, I'm excited to see what you got for us. Yeah. Ready for number nine? Yeah. All right. Coming from Madrid, it is Arancha Castilla-La Mancha. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Arancha is non-binary. Uh, her name is essentially the Spanish equivalent of... Hannah Montana. Arancha is a common name in Spain, and Castilla-La Mancha is a territory. Arancha and La Mancha rhyme like Hannah Montana. Yeah. So that is what we are getting from her, and believe me, it's exactly it. Um, (laughs) It's not actually from Castilla-La Mancha. She is the only queen of Extremadurian origin to compete on Drag Race España. Now, I was on the Drag Race wiki, and I have to believe the things that are on the Drag Race wiki sometimes. So when it, when it said um, Extremadurian, it said ethnicity. And I was like, huh? So I asked my friend Aaron, like, what does that mean? And, they, right. and he said, it's not an ethnicity. It's just the region they're from. Yeah, exactly. Right. So wiki, I think you got to change that because you almost made me look like a complete asshole on this podcast. It's, just like a, it's like the same thing as like being from Westchester County. It's like right. where you're from. Yeah. So it, it's not an ethnicity. So Wikipedia, wiki, just fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, her mug used to be heavily inspired by shocker Trixie Mattel. She often jokes yeah. that Trixie and Katya are her drag mothers. She says that her drag persona is color, laughter, and mainly stupid. She's inspired by Hannah Montana with fashion of the 2000s with a retro touch of 60s and 70s. And she says that comedy is her strength and I believe it. What do you think of Arancha? See, I actually put her higher up. I put her like one, two, three, four, fifth You're, out. Because yeah. I could see, now the look was not really my favorite at all, but I could see if she has the right challenges like acting or improv, like being uh, someone that could do really well because she has such like charisma and like very yeah. like like effortlessly funny like kind of thing. Um, so I could see that being like her saving grace. Like let's remember that Bob the Drag Queen won season eight with those fashions. <laughs> that's true, and that's that's my big question is because I don't really know what um, drag in Spain is like. Like again, I'm assuming that there's this fashion element to it because it's based on what we're seeing, yeah. um, just like in. Uh, Australia and New Zealand, it's very comedy based. I feel like she's almost an outlier of this cast, 
which is very interesting because she would be like one of the queens in the U.S. who would skate on to the end. Yeah. Um, my question this season for her is she's got a gimmick, but, but will it last more than an episode before it re- becomes redundant? Mm-hmm. because there's only so many Hannah Montana inspired looks you're going to um, show out. I don't know if you've seen the uh, entrance look for her, but she's literally wearing yeah. that Hannah Montana, uh, Miley Cyrus, like flap blonde wig with the purple jacket and everything. I mean, um, that's something that I can't relate to because like, I don't know, like a lot of Queens will definitely like either with their names or their fashion inspirations will like, lift directly from things like Hannah Montana or like other drag queens or like other pop stars. I don't personally do that. And I don't know, I don't do that because I feel like, I don't know, I'd rather like as a queen do my own thing and like make Mm -hmm. my own character than like literally just be like, go to a designer and be like, oh, can you make me this exact costume that Ariana Grande wore in her tour? Like, I want to always like be doing my own. I mean, this is just how I work, but like, I don't understand when queens will like literally just like it's basically cosplay at that point in my opinion absolutely like, you're doing cosplay like you're getting a whole look done by someone else that already wore it better like what are you doing <laughs> yeah no i i completely agree like if you you can have reference points but you still have to have your own personality in it and awesome. that's where i think i'm not sure arancha will be um successful because i feel like she's lying very heavily on the reference points yeah and then she also said that like the trixie and katya thing which is like I mean, we're getting to a point where, like, the further along we get in these drag race seasons, the more and more queens that are on here that have, like, literally learned how to do drag because of other drag race queens. Absolutely. So we're getting, we'll get to Sagittaria later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So this look, I feel like it is very basic. It is like you, you could have gotten it from, um, H&M. It's not fucking (laughs) H&M. Yeah. Uh, good thing RuPaul's not on this one, but yeah, it's it's very basic. But it, again, working with her reference points, I see it being a little pop star. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but yeah, she gives off a lot of personality. Um, you can see that her beat has definitely evolved from being Trixie's face. Uh, there are still those elements of the the big uh, eyes and everything. Yeah, um, the boots are kind of fun though. Because they're not regular pleasers like everyone else has. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm underwhelmed by her right now. And she's the one right who I think I want to be completely wrong on. Because I think she'll be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I think her personality, again, might pull her through. And again, these are just promo looks. Maybe she'll like pull something out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I have... Uh, so the look is by Kiwi Nestoy. I'm going to give it a boot because there are some looks here that are incredible and i can't put her in the same category as them so i will give her a boot totally this wig also is just not i don't bangs right now i don't how how do you wear bangs as a drag queen come on your brows are going to be gone in five minutes well honestly the t is like at least for me like if i'm wearing a wig with bangs you can guarantee that i either am not wearing brows or (laughs) put on so fast that i want to hide them (laughs) that's fair but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm getting basic bits from her and that's kind of exciting, but also not maybe in this cast. The yeah. audience was 30 for, 34% toot, 66% boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Anything else you want to say about Arancha? 
Um, I do love her name. I love, uh, this is a very Spanish, like Spain thing in Spanish language because we don't use X's in, up here in the West side of uh, the world. But uh, in Spain, they love that X. That sounds like a CH. That's a very Spain thing. <laughs> yeah. I remember looking at the name was like, oh. <laughs> and then I read about her and then I was like, oh, got it. Arancha rhymes with La Mancha. Got it. I'm yeah. here for it. I won't fuck that one up. All right. Coming in at number, what are we at? Eight. Eight, yeah. In eighth place, we have Carmen Ferrala. Uh, she is 30 years old from Madrid. Her hometown is Sevilla. Um, yes. She comes from a famous, uh, Ferrala comes from a famous Spanish perfume commercial, which is how she got her last name. Uh, Carmen Ferrala is the second queen in the Drag Race franchise to be named Carmen following season three's Carmen Carrera. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Her style is defined as ultra-feminine, which I can totally understand. Yep. One thing that I learned in her Meet the Queens video that is quite interesting, she hates vulgarity in drag and doesn't do penis or in vagina jokes. She's like one of three queens like that think that way. Everyone else, listen, I am, I am pro-sex and pro-dirty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not here for that, but because she's yeah. a very humble queen. Um, Gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about Carmen? Um, uh, you had her you had her right in the middle of the pack. I did. Um, I thought she was cute. I didn't think she was like the most stand up, but I definitely didn't think she was not, you know, not it. I think she's very. She looks very polished. Um, I will say, the look is not my favorite because for me at least, it looks just like a leotard with. Uh, just like sewing on some billowing fabric on the arms. Yeah. Um, but uh, otherwise, I thought, yeah, she, she thought it was cute. I will say also this this wig line. I'm like, oh, it's hard. It's a hard line. Yeah. So That's I, rough. <laughs> I, it's really interesting because she didn't have any designers listed on her Instagram for this. I kind of like it because it's, it is a leotard with fabric flowing yeah. on it, but it's, it's, elevated and that's not something you see often on um drag queens when leotards it's usually something very basic yeah there's something very again fashionable about her and that beat is stunning she looks, the, the makeup is right yeah for sure like that's she knows how to paint as a woman it's gorgeous yeah. mm -hmm. um in her video she really said she wants to be friends and likes to make friends um, she sees herself as a be as beautiful and one of the girls, but will these girls want to be BFF with her? I feel like she kind of is a mean girl in a way. She she definitely will has that aura of I'm better than all y'all. Ah, uh, oh, I I didn't quite get that, but um, I will say she's thirty one, so I think um, I don't know how long she's been doing drag, but like as someone that's, that's thirty, I feel like. Like being like late twenties into your thirties, like is a really hopefully like prime time for you because at least hopefully she's been seasoned and has done this for a while now. And I think that she's very she looks very polished. Mm -hmm. um, I thought you were gonna say being 30, 31, you should be a mature adult. And I was gonna say I know a thirty one year old thirty year old who's not a mature adult, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> oh Lord. But uh <laughs> um yeah, I don't I feel like I mean, I didn't get the whole like condescension thing that you're saying from her, but um, 
I feel like she's just very humble and very proud of herself. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't fly in a room of drag queens. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested by her because she does seem like she's very beautiful. She knows how to be um, very much a model. Um, I'm just curious how someone like her may translate to what we know as Drag Race. Again, this could be a completely different show. Yeah, no, um, but most of the spinoffs so far have really towed the line of Drag Race with their own personal spin on to it. Right. I don't know if she's going to be funny, too. Yeah, well, here's another thing, too. It's like different cultures, the, the humor is such a hard thing because it's so culture-specific. And I'm... Right. Um, I mean, I've been to Spain a bunch of times. I think the humor in Spain is not that far off from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, the, it's a language barrier thing, too. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Say, like the humor is different, but they're all speaking English. You just gotta learn what UK humor is. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this look a two. I do think she looks very polished, put together, and that for me gets a two. Yeah, I think it's, it's a it's a look. It's a solid look. Also, her, her boobs her boobs look lovely. I will say. Yep. That so you're gonna toot a boot. You're gonna toot it. The audience was 78% to 22% boot. So they were a fan of Carmen. Any last words on Miss Carmen? Mm-mm, no, I think we'll see what happens with her. I think she's solid. Like I put her in the middle because I think she's solid, but not my favorite, but definitely not a mess. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number seven is her seventh out. It is Dovima Nermi. She's 24 yes. years old from Barcelona. The origin of her drag name is a mix between the famous 1950s model Novima and the iconic Finnish actress Myla Normi, best known for her role as Vampira. Mm-hmm. One word that defines her, she says, is brat. She oh. is dark, slutty, elegant, meticulous, and a bit of a bitch. She's inspired by the classic Disney villainesses. She yeah. says she began drag at age 17 after being inspired by drag and trans artists. She is a stylist as a as her career. And as she says that she didn't come to win, she came to screw people in the process, and she's a box of surprises. Yeah. I think this bitch is gonna be good TV. Um, would I want to be her friend based on this? Absolutely. No. Absolutely not. But um, will she be entertaining? Probably, yeah. Um, I will say this dress is lovely. I love this uh, asymmetrical kind of like angular cutouts that are happening. That said, I fucking hate this wig. I just it's odd. Now, like like, again, like uh, (laughs) down. Right. She's she says she's inspired by Disney villainesses. That wig. I was like at first look. I was like, is that a crown? Like maybe she is like the evil queen here. I get it, but it's also it looks so bad with the black streaks. I just don't like the shape. It's not. It's literally like it's a box. I don't understand. Um, Yeah, the dress. Is really great. Oh, the dress is gorgeous. The the um the muff uh the fur muffs are beautiful. Yeah, her beat is stunning. I love that she is someone who adds jewels in places that necessarily aren't places for jewels. So she's got one right on her upper lip and right on her chin. Really, really cool there. Yeah. But my question this season for her is she's inspired by evil. So is Davima here to be the villain of the season? 
see, like, I'm someone that enjoys more show and less tell. Like, if you come in and just telling us all, like, what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, for me, it's, like, a little just, like, uh, I don't know. I, it's, I'd rather someone, like, not be, like, fully just, like, telling you, narrating what they're about to be on the show and, like, just right. do, <laughs> just do now, it. Now, there have been times where usually the promo shoots are filmed after after the season. Yeah. So if you ever go back to some of the Meet the Queens videos, you may learn that they were putting their narrative into their Meet the Queens so they are portrayed a certain way. Right. So my, I do wonder if she was a villain and she's trying to double down now and be like, I'm a villain always. Right. Um, but either way, we haven't really had a good villain on Drag Race in a long time. So I'm excited if we do get one finally. I think the closest thing was, I don't know if it'd be villain, but definitely like, um, well, season 13, the candy Tamisha slash Monet exchange slash the Vixen question mark. There's a lot going on. Um, I think that was the closest to like, oh, the girls are fighting. Um, And the in the um, international versions, especially like UK, like they're also there's just all like so down and cool. They're like, yeah, yeah. we're being shady, but like it's just for fun. So yeah, I'm curious if like the the Spanish queens will be like actually mad or just like the UK or the UK, uh, down under queens where it's like we're just having fun. We we're being shady for no reason, but we're all friends. Yeah, she definitely seems like she is a catty one. And you know what? 24 years old, I understand why you want to be there to instigate a little bit and make your name known for TV. Um, yeah, that being said, you're right. This dress is incredible. It's oh, basic, but it is so, so beautiful. Yeah. Um, her body is stunning. The yep. beat is incredible. Yep. No designers listed, so I can't call out whoever made that wig, but is it? you're right, it's, it's not good. Um, but as an overall look... I oh, it's lovely. Do you love it? It is a toot for me. Yeah, I agree. Toot, 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 toot. The audience was ninety percent toot, ten percent boot. So they're they're here for it. Mm-hmm. Anything else on Dovima? No, I think we're just gonna see what she does. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't like. I know people love drag queens that are bitchy, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, maybe I'm just biased because, like, I'm just thinking of, like, real-life queens, but, like, I hate when, when queens are fucking just, like, cunt for, cunts for no reason. Like, I get it. We're all fucking gay, so it's, like, we're gay times 10 because we're doing drag, but we don't have to be bitchy. It just, I don't know. It makes me, like, oh, don't, don't give us a bad name, queen. It's true. <laughs> not it's all drag queens are cunts, I promise. Most of them are not. I know a couple, but. Right. <laughs> there are some. That's true. Yeah. All right. Coming in in sixth place. We have the 39-year-old from Madrid, Spain. It is Poopy Poison. <laughs> this name. I'm going to be saying Poopy quite a lot on this podcast. And you know what? Cool. <laughs> Poopy has appeared on Got Talent España and the Spanish reality show Quien Quiera Casada Con Mi Hijo, which is Who Wants to Marry My Son. Yep. <laughs> now, if that show can come here, I am willing to get married to someone Please marry me. Yeah. Um, she started drag in 2006. She says, well, I say, she's literally wacky and insane. That Meet the Queens video, I was like, I don't know what's happening. You are a fascinating creature. Yeah. Um, she says, poopy poison means pleasure, penetration, and passion. 
She told a story that she was born at a theme park and it included Linda Blair and the Exorcist, but I really think that is the closed captioning gone bad Google Translate. I'm really not sure what yeah. that, that story was about. Um, but she says she's been performing drag for 13 or 14 years and has released a famous song about being a giant slut and has toured throughout Spain and overseas with it. I have not heard the song before, but I'm kind of here for it. Right. <laughs> she will nail the comedy sewing, singing and dancing, and she will even do pole dance uh pole dancing if it has to have pole vaulting. Um, she's not afraid to embarrass herself, and that was clear in this Meet the Queens video. Um she is the eldest of the cast. We have definitely seen older cast members feel like the older cast member. She definitely looks it. Um yeah. but she seems fun. She feels like she is going to be one of the girls who just wanted to have fun on the show. Totally. I agree. Yeah. And I love that. Like, listen up. Especially nowadays, a lot of the queens, like, I feel like just go on the show and are very, like, rigid because they know they're, well, they know that Reddit's going to come for them every time they say anything. So, like, it's refreshing to see, like, you know, a queen that's just, like, it's just being her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's so interesting. My question this season for her is we've seen queens with big careers falter on the show. Is she next? Oh. Because no, again, we, we, we've seen Joe Black gone. We've seen Art Simone gone. Yeah. Spoiler alert, come back. Yeah. Um, she has this career as this musician. She's known I don't know. It could backfire if she's not necessarily what the drag race España judges are looking for. Oh, there goes Chola. <laughs> what? What happened? What'd she say? I had a meeting and I'm going back to my house now. <laughs> I think she's going to pop in. That's great. Um, cool. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I like her. Not my favorite, but I like her. I'm curious what this, this, this arm accessory is. Yeah. Let's go through this look. Um, yeah. The look, I everything except that arm thing. Yeah, so the look is by David Moss. The wig is by Burlesque Madrid. The arm, so this is definitely latex, and we know latex is difficult to work with. I, for right, uh, hold, pause. Why would you? So I'm watching this video right now again. Why would you pay money for someone to style a wig and that's all you get? Right, that's, that's my issue uh, with this look. It that wig needs to be big. Itself. that's an easy. T that's barely anything. Anyway, <laughs> um, I do like the latex. I think the um, the bottom is lovely. I did. I do wish it hit the floor. Um, yeah. But then um, that arm thing, it just looks like, it looks like a bag. I don't know. <laughs> so it, it definitely feels like she wanted, wanted to, be to be subtle with the dress, but she knew that that wouldn't fly. So she needed an extra piece. And this yeah. is what they came up with. Yeah. I don't get it. Not, not, yeah, not my favorite. Um, she's also, what you said, 39? She's 39. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I would say that she definitely is dressing a little more, more current than I would expect someone that's 39 to be dressing. Like, yeah. I wouldn't expect a 39-year-old to be doing a fully latex goddamn, you know, thing with an asymmetrical pointy shoulder moment. Um, so that's cute. But again, this 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 arm thing, it looks like actually, you know what it looks like? It looks like a very oversized shower cap. That's yeah. What it looks like to me. I don't know. I don't get it though. 
don't yeah, know. neither do I. It's very confusing. Um, I mean, obviously there's that shoulder piece attached to it. I kind of wish the shoulder piece was on the other side. Um, just because like the bare arm is just making no sense. I don't know. Again, I'm going back to the feet. It really should hit the ground because those are not the cutest heels either. Oh, I didn't even see the heels. What the? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be better. I don't know. I'm, I'm very mixed on, on Poopy. I have her in the middle of the pack, <laughs> mostly because she just seems like someone the judges will want to have around for a while. But if this is any semblance of what we're going to get on the runway, I just don't see hope for her. Yeah, I, I will say at least her personality seems lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that. Yeah. She's very manic, very crazy. And you know what? Sometimes that's good TV. Totally. I'm going to give this look a boot. I'm not here for it. Yeah, I'm on the fence with this because if you should, if you if you just took that arm thing off, I would say it's a two, like a safe two, but a two. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a boot for me too. The audience was very mixed. They were 48% to 52% boot. Okay, so just slightly boot. Yeah. Well, that's poopy. Are you anything else to say on poopy? <laughs> Um, I wish I was more awake right now for a poop joke, but that's all I, <laughs> that's all I got. Believe me, we got. I'm sure there will be lots of poop jokes throughout the season. Right. <laughs> all right. We are halfway through. At number five, we have the Macarena. She is 29 years old from La Isla Cadiz, Spain. Her hometown is San Fernando, Spain. Um, the Macarena is also non-binary. Uh-huh. Uh, the look that she had in the, her mini trailer is inspired by the ocean and the sea waves, and it features fish on the sleeve, all representing the Bay of Cadiz. She started her drag in England, and because they couldn't understand her accent, she went with the obvious name, the Macarena. Her drag style is put Barbie, plastic boobs, and a Teletubby in a washing machine and take it out, and that's her. She says she has worked as a cleaner in maintenance, logistics, and a receptionist, a.k.a. she's had more jobs than Barbie. She's a basic queer at heart, and she fears being filmed without her beard and confessionals because you'll see her jowls. (laughs) What a character she is. Yeah. (laughs) A lot. Obviously, the first thing we ever saw of her is she's dressed as a tagged mouse, like a, a lab rat. Yeah. Which I... I like everything about her except the fact that she chose to do that. Like, like <laughs> right? It's just like, what? She no. she seems kooky. She seems outrageous. And again, I can see her going um, far as far as television um, totally. goes. But also, again, if this is what she's going to bring, I don't see any hope on a runway because this is just not. This isn't even good camp. Yeah, and honestly, the whole outfit didn't give me mouse except for those ears. So I don't understand. <laughs> yeah i mean you have the tail and like the gloves like i i don't know i mean it also the stoning with all the red it's like is that supposed to be like blood like what what are we doing here yeah it was choices were made (laughs) choices were certainly made um my question the season for her she's super campy but is she the full package and i don't know i mean i put her I mean, top four. I yeah, top like mm-hmm. the yeah, top four. I said, um, but I don't think she will win. But I think she seemed at least personality wise to have something there. And yeah, yeah, she's it. very, very, very interesting. Um, again, that's all I feel confused. 
yeah like i feel like the look itself if it wasn't a mouse is very interesting and unique but then right. adding the tail and the ears i'm i'm like but how, how does this say mouse now yeah. um because i do like that ruffle uh um the ruffle pants and then the ruffle sleeves because right. it is something we don't really see mm-hmm. the hair is very basic probably put a comb through a um shake and go yeah um i feel like there's certain things for if you're ever going to be in a drag race that you just need to know how to do it i think one of them is just knowing how to just do a simple wig style you don't have to like do anything fancy but like just know how to goddamn make a wig look good at least yeah that's not that hard <laughs> it's really yeah. not but again, with I, maybe the red all over her costume is because the theme was white and red, so she wanted to throw some red into it. I, I don't know, because we have the red heels. I'm going to give this a boot, because I just don't understand the concept. I agree. Not for me. The audience, <laughs> right in the middle, 52% toot, 48% boot. Um, but the Macarena, the name, is going to confuse everybody, um, because the Macarena... I actually, oh my god, that was one of the first times I knew I was gay because I was like 11 and I was at my cousin's pool party and I got on the diving board and just started teaching everyone the Macarena because I was obsessed with it. Um, are you are you still good at the Macarena? Have you done the Macarena in drag? I've never done the Macarena in drag. I refuse. I know everyone loves that shit, but um, <laughs> as someone that's mixed race, uh, Latino and white, that's the white side trying to take over and I'm not having that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, we've definitely seen um, in drag roulettes when a queen doesn't know what to do, so they just pull right. out the macarena. That's the, the, the fake Vogue. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the macarena is not really a great song for kids. Is it? I, um, forgot the I believe. I believe the um, the song is basically about like adultery. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that one. And then remember, uh, remember that little song, "Who Let the Dogs Out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that they're, they're talking about women. The women or the dogs? Uh-huh. Like, oh. Like, who let the dogs out? Like, the bitches. Okay. Wow. Uh-huh. And, and being ugly and gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great, great, great kid songs for us to grow up on. Damn. <laughs> That's rough. But the Macarena, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by her. I don't know how long I can handle her, but that's the Macarena. Uh-oh, do we have a special guest coming in here? Oh, look. Oh my God! Is this the one and only Chola Spears? Hello. How's it going? It's good. I'm just getting back. We have a meeting. I feel like Fire Island is like finally going into full swing, full effect. The gays are here. Oh, you were on Fire Island yesterday? No, I'm She's on there Fire for the season. Oh, you're there right now, girl. From April to October. Work. Oh, that, wow. right. That's amazing. Well. We are halfway through, so you're jumping in at a fun time. Okay, where are we at? Uh, well, you want to hear who the order so far? Yeah. All right, and this is a good recap for the listeners. So coming in in 10th place is Inti. <gasps> oh. Ninth place is Arancha Castilla-La Mancha, mm-hmm. little Hannah Montana. Eighth place is Carmen Ferrala. Seventh is Dovima Normi. Sixth is Poopy Poison. <laughs> and fifth is, we just spoke about, the Macarena. You know, any, I, any thoughts on any of those girls? Uh, I kind of agree with that, that first half. I think I had them in a little bit of a different order, but 
just the um the vibe that i was getting from them yeah yeah you you definitely have them in in in, in the bottom half so you yeah so do i basically um everyone for me is in this bottom half as well lyra you you're you're a little mixed but <laughs> I feel like we're we we got some opinions here, but are we ready to talk about who we have coming in fourth place? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it is Drag Vulcano, twenty eight years old from Las Palmas, Spain. Vulcano's drag style is Las Canaras drag, known for performers with big headpieces, protective crotch cups, high platforms with no padding, with extravagant androgynous makeup. Yeah. Volcano has participated for almost 10 consecutive years in the acclaimed Gala Drag Queen de las Palmas, the most important drag contest in Spain. She ended up in second in the 2020 edition with her show Dios Salve de la Reina, a.k.a. God Save the Queen. When competing in pageants, she goes by the name Lorena Aguilera. Um, <laughs> in their mini trailer... Uh, their look is inspired by the uh, Canary Island flag, whose colors are white, blue, and yellow. In her video, she says she's been doing drag since she was seven years old and is competing in drag since 18, which I think is wild. That's, wow, yeah. She wow. says that she doesn't have any drag references and calls herself incomparable as one of the most famous queens in the Can Canary Islands. She can sew, sing, act, and loves to dress extravagantly with jewels and he huge headdresses. And she says, all you need is a great makeup and a great smile. Is that true? No. That last part is definitely not true, girl. No, That's not a lot. Um, <laughs> Drag Vulcano, what an interesting human. So this is interesting because I put her first out, you put her in the middle, and Chola put her winning. <laughs> yeah. You know what? She was really giving me like confident Bianca Del Rio vibes. And then she was like, I've been doing drag since she's basically Desmond is amazing, but for Bay right. right. So I just thought she was going to, you know, knock it out of the park. Yeah. So my thing here now, my question this season for her is, will she get red for not padding or with no Michelle on the panel? Will that not matter? If you look at this, this promo picture, she, she's not she's not batting and um you, you you see everything i honestly didn't mind the no padding i that's I, I didn't even realize honestly until you just said that wait yeah that that's all natural now we've mm -hmm. seen a lot of queens go without padding and just show leg 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 yeah, I don't not mind usually it. someone who is um not skinny twink you know yeah is Nina, um, not Nina West, is Nina Flowers padded? I'm not sure. I'd have to have to go back in time for that one. Because when I think of like, you know, uh, unskinny bodies that are not padded, I think of like Nina Flowers. Um, that's mostly the one I think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, maybe, maybe I'd have to go back uh, and look at that. But you know, you saying Nina Flowers now, it, you, I can kind of see that kind of vibe from Drag Volcano because there's this big extravagance to their look. Um, mm -hmm. Even in the makeup, it, it, it's very... Makeup, it, it, but she's painted, that's for sure. She's painted. Yeah, um, it's that like unapologetic, like artistic, like femme mask, like not really mask, but you know what I mean? That like bold, ballsy, like femininity. Yeah. Um, the only designers she listed for this look are Nails by Pauline Nails. 
Um, but I think the big story here are those those heels. Yeah, I, I did like those. I just for me this outfit, I just thought it was, for me, I just thought it was doing too much. It's a lot. It's it's certainly a lot going on. I feel like maybe if the tassels weren't there, I would be more into it. Or if like the hair was like real hair versus like this whole. You it's know, a headpiece. It's crazy. Um, is it is it like styrofoam or? I know. I I think it is styrofoam, but it's so and stone down. It's so right? yeah, it's so stone that it doesn't look like styrofoam. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really interesting. We were talking about Carmen earlier, where I was like, I don't mind it being just a, a, a leotard. This one I do, even though it is embellished the way it is. It's the tassels and the arms that I'm like, ew. Yeah, that's the thing for me. <laughs> like, it's tight. Like, this is a cohesive look, but it's just not pretty. For me, it was just too much. That's all. Um, but those shoes, I mean, they're sickening. I mean, how many inches is that? Like, fucking eight? Now mm-hmm. I know that, like with platform heels, you, it's a, it's sometimes a little easier to walk. That mu- that has to be fine to walk on, right? They they are fine to walk on because when yeah. Born This Way came out, I wore platform shoes for two years straight, <laughs> and, and even though they messed up my pinky toe or my baby foot toe or whatever it's called, <laughs> I was turning it. I felt so comfortable. I used to do cartwheels and platform shoes like work. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, ha- happy birthday, born this way. Ten years. Ten years old. Yes. Oh my um, god. Right. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. So that would have mean meant Inti was ten years old when that song came out. Don't oh. say that. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Drag Volcano. I'm very, very intrigued. I think there's going to be a level of respect for her for, for throughout the season because of her brand of drag. But I can also see them not loving headpiece after headpiece if that's what her aesthetic is, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's like Gigi Go with those damn helmets. <laughs> <laughs> this look, though, I, I'm going to give it a boot. I'm not here for it because it's just it, it's into your face and it just didn't, it's not cohesive enough for me. I didn't like it that much. I mean, I, it was just the hair and the tassels for me, so I'm going to agree. I'm getting a boot as well for me. I'm going to give it a two because of the boots. Okay. Cause that's fair. They're gorgeous. And you know, this is the meet the Queens and she did, she did pull out a lot of stops for this look, but hopefully it's just a, you know, foreshadowing of like, there's going to be a lot of stuff in her bags coming out. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I love being wrong. So I hope, I hope we see some great things from her. <laughs> um, audience was 54% to 46% boots. So right in the middle on this one again. Yeah. Sounds fair. All right. Third place. And she probably would have been first place if Chola didn't vote her so low. It <laughs> is Sagittaria. 22 oh. years old from Barcelona. Um, inspired by Aquaria, whose name so comes she from hasn't, the Zip. She did not Zodix. do drag until right. Aquaria was on Drag Race. That's right. Which is crazy. Um, that, like, not, that was like, what, two or three years ago? Yeah. If it, like, girl. Okay. Well, whatever. Don't get me started. I'm already triggered by babies. Um, Sagittaria comes from Sagittario, which is Spanish for Sagittarius. Despite her drag name, Sagittaria is a cancer. <laughs> um, she says she is sexy and provocative, volatile and unique. She's eclectic. Drag has taught her to love her body and loves to dress up. She is competitive and highly confident. She jokes that she's young and untalented, but she knows she's more than the Instagram queen. And she says she is a dancer. Um, 
I had her as my winner pick, mostly because of the question I'm posing. Sagittaria has the most quote-unquote international read American vibe about her. Does she have the goods to be an international superstar? I feel like she just fits all the boxes that they're going to want and that the franchise will want. Yeah, that's why I put him so high too. And that's not... Like, I don't want to say this is producer Candy Muse moment, but I could see them just pushing Sagittaria along because she's marketable. She's incredibly marketable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, like, I uh, I put it really high because I, I could, like you said, I could see her going far because she fits a lot of the boxes that, you know, you know, queens need to have and to succeed in the show and stuff. But do I like the drag? I've seen this all before. I just don't know if it's my favorite. I literally, I saw the wig. I was like, is that Miss Cracker? That's literally Miss Cracker's wig. Like, <laughs> exact side swoop font from Cracker all the time. And then the fact that her name is, like, inspired by Aquaria. I'm like, we were talking about this earlier. I just, like, why can't queens just make their own storylines? <laughs> make yeah. your own background. Don't base yourself off any other queen. Like, be yourself. I mean, when, when they did announce that Drag Race Spania was coming, I know that everyone thought, Sagittaria would be on the cast. Obviously, they were right. Um, she has um, a, a following because of her relation to Aquaria simply by name. Right. Um, but this look for me, I think, is exceptional. One of my favorites from this entire shoot. The dress is by Javier Navas Catalan. Wig by Wigs by Golgi, which has been on the Drag Race show before. So she's getting the goods from the good people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stunning. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a few of those girls. This is what like tore me up about like picking my elimination order is like there are like three of those girls who are really young, who have like the drag race look vibe, all of this to them. Um, but she seems to be the most like, um, you know, polished out of all those Absolutely. girls. Absolutely. Like uh, who is the who is the one with the, the red on her face? And she said Indeed. Madonna. Inti. Okay, so Inti was first. Yeah. Okay, see, the, see, this is where my head was the whole time. I was like, these girls are either going to be like top half or you're the first on my list. Yeah, I agree. And that and that's, because, again, where I don't know what they're looking for when it comes to Spanish drag on this particular show. Mm -hmm. um, as, as we had mentioned, Drag Race Down Under, it seems like they love camp. Drag Race España seems like it's about fashion. So it's going to be very interesting to see the balance. And if it is a fashion world, Sagittarius seems like she'll knock it out of the park every week. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I remember Aquaria going into Drag Race and she had all the goods, but my biggest fear was, was she going to be funny? Was she going to be a good actress? She she surprised us all. And that mm -hmm. is where I see Sagittarius. If she's it's really using um, Aquaria as a um, inspirational piece, she, yeah. it, it, she clearly won, so she knows what she did. Right. I think Aquaria, the thing that makes her great, though, is that she's, like, one of the most versatile queens I've seen. So I hope that she can emulate that because... Absolutely. Aquaria, I mean, like, the, the look she's giving right now is, like, very just, like, standard glamour drag. But, like, what I love about Aquaria is that she... Her, she can beat her face in, like, five billion different ways. She gives you versatility with her looks. Um, so I'm hoping that this uh, Sagittarius can also, you know, emulate that part because I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, I, I really, really love this look. I think that the the train is stunning. 
Um, and it's in obviously we know she has a gorgeous body and she decided for the first look, I'm not really going to showcase my body. I'm going to showcase my fashion. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but don't be surprised if we see a lot of body f- hugging looks coming from her. I like that. I mean, I love, a, I love a good body. Yeah. I'm going to give this look a two. Yeah, definitely two. Yes. It's a two. Audience 93% two, 7% boot. All right. So as I mentioned, we all rank them, and then I we the total number is how we discuss them, and based on on math, we have a tie for first place. Ooh. So double we have crowning. a tie, right? Double crowning. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go in alphabetical order backwards. So we're gonna start off with the thirty-two year old from Madrid. Um, it is Killer Queen. Ooh, yes, this look. She got her drag name when doing musicals for charity. They got 30 people to prepare the musical We Will Rock You, and she got the role of Killer Queen. Um, Out of drag, she is a doctor. In 2020, Killer Queen participated in the unofficial online competition Latin Drag Race International, representing Spain, and made it to the finale. She was forced to quit to focus on her work as a doctor due to the COVID-19 pandemic. She says she's fire, with, uh, but she kills with love. She's funny and doesn't take herself too seriously and says more is always more. She also claims she is a walking piñata and lip syncing <laughs> is her strength and calls herself a lip sync assassin. I really like her. And that's not just because her name is I Killer know. Queen and, and I'm a diehard Queen fan. How do you feel about Killer Queen? I think she's amazing. I think she looks amazing. I think that storyline with COVID being a doctor, like if they give her the amount of time, I think we could really get to know her and like find that like empathy in the show that, yeah, they, yeah. you know, sometimes they have to like reach for it with like, you know, something that happened years ago, but COVID happened this year, last year. So I, I yeah. think they really should give her some time and we should really get to know her. Plus she looks amazing. She looks like top four, top girl behavior so i can't wait to hear you yeah. know that reminds me of though it reminds me of freaking cherry valentine from the uk who also like was giving looks and then it was like bye-bye after episode two yeah mm. and she had that whole backstory about being a nurse during covid and everything i was like oh they're giving her a storyline oh she just got eliminated like yeah what? so my question this season is in the age of covid do you think her backstory as an emergency room doctor will help her snatch the crown I think in this situation, it does. Yeah. I I think it does if she doesn't, you know, bomb the snatch right. game or bomb like a, a challenge. But I think she has, based on her her Meet the Queens looks, she has everything she needs to push herself and push the, the kind of queen she wants to represent on the show. She has all of it. Yeah. This look is really cool. It's by Matea Zanotti. Um I love that she like read herself for not for saying she doesn't like uh, Baroque looks, blah, blah, blah. It's exactly what it is. And it, it it's just so well done. And it's so cool. Yeah. I'm there's like, a lot of elements and pieces to it, yep. but they're cohesive. Yep. Mm-hmm. This, this is party done right. I love I don't, those, like those like uh, straps, whatever those things are from like the ends of the bodice down to like her knees. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. I love it. And her makeup is incredible. Yeah, it's killer. 
it's killer queen <laughs> right. um yeah i'm i'm a big fan of hers i'm very excited to see what she brings i can already yeah. feel that my heart's gonna be broken and she'll be an early out and that will suck because if we've watched yeah, drag race down know, under uk and down under have been like eliminating these fucking amazing fashion queens like in episode two i'm like what <laughs> yeah um but no i think i i i think she's very promising and her her meet the queens video is just very captivating she's got an excellent personality it was I'm going to give it a two. Definitely a two for me. Absolutely a two. Audience was 71% two, 29% boot. I'm excited. Anything else you want to say about Killer Queen? No, I, think she's great. I, I also appreciate that she's the only queen that has a fully um, English name and she's from fucking right. Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and our last one also coming in first place for us is Hugasio Crujente. Uh, from yes, Valencia, uh, Valencia okay. Spain, um, Hugasio, another non-binary cast member. Their name comes from the Krusty Krab from SpongeBob SquarePants, while their real name is <laughs> Hugo. Of all, favorite cartoon, you better work. Yeah. Um, she says that Hugasio is synonymous with art and loves to create a shock and impact, making people think that's cool. She is limitless in drag and doesn't look for specific masculine or feminine beauty as long as she is a hot mess her drag is performative and very theatrical and wants to do cabarets she sets herself apart with her comedy and concepts i remember seeing this look first and being like who is this and is this what spanish drag is all about i saw this look and i was blown away because there's so much drag race already now it's like really hard to be really captivated by something that looks unique but this shit for me, it was like, I haven't seen anything like this on any drag race. This is great. Never. You know, the thing about like Evie Oddly, we're talking about the one that has the Evie Oddly kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about Evie Oddly, like her first entrance look was, for me, it was not cute with the little car. Yeah. But we got, <laughs> we got to see, you know, Evie evolve and we got to see like different outfits that she has. And this feels like she's starting where Evie kind of finished. Mm -hmm. So if she's already looking like this, like I'm sure that the conceptualized looks that she has are going to be amazing. And I hope that she stays like the whole time because yeah. all yeah. those girls are beautiful. And, you know, some of the other girls like Killer Queen, you know, they like lean towards artistic interpretation of drag. But this girl knows what she wants. It does not look like, you know, the girl next to her and she better turn it absolutely yeah. uh, i mean chola and i both had her in third place larry you had her in first place um so we're all very very high on her and my question this season is she is a concept queen and we have seen concept queens have a difficult time in the international seasons will mm -hmm. she break the trend and get the crown we'll see I, I, I i'm very excited by her i it's mean a, it's a matter of like if you can perform because like a lot of queens are lovely look queens but can you perform i mean i hope she can <laughs> um she's definitely also giving me this chelsea boy vibe which oh. we love okay. um where we're playing around with androgyny because there's like there is no gender to this look and that's so exciting yeah because it's I still drag. It's still drag. I think the eye makeup is just so cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually uh, a wig like that, I'd be like, fuck you, get off my stage. But it <laughs> works for this look. Yeah. Honestly, it's like you need a wig that's so understated because there's so much else going on. <laughs> and again, it, the, 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 the wig shape marries 
the the shape of the uh, the pleats and everything mm-hmm. it, it's this is cohesive and the gloves are weird because they're kind of crustacean like a crab i don't mm-hmm. know i'm i'm really feeling her um the look is by alvary koki hair is by caligari wigs um so someone did design this wig it's not from a, a bag um <laughs> I, I don't know i'm really excited by i by hugasio even when she, uh, they were moving in the Meet the Queens, like the outfit that was like the way it moved with them. Yeah. Gorgeous. The tears of like the fabric. It's so mm-hmm. yeah, great. Yeah. And like, I, I'm very much someone who's like, throw a stone on everything. It needs a sparkle. You don't need <laughs> it here. It doesn't need it. No. Yeah. Because there is a wow factor already to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited. I, I could I could definitely see Hugasio being the fan favorite going in and then ripping our hearts out again, kind of like how Chelsea Boy we all thought was going to go far. But mm. did anyone have a chance against Envy Peru? She was just sickening. Just, just. Perfection. That is the only season of Drag Race I have not seen. Oh, it's so fun. I need to watch it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a fun one. Fashions and also some of the worst fashions, I will say. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Saturday and Kermit the Frog moment. I cannot. Oh, sorry, I, that I, was I'm terrible. Here. Oh, thank you. I ordered, um, I ordered, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> went out last night. I'm getting my fucking hamburger and fries. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, is there anything else to say about Hugasio? Um, I'm very excited. That's it. Very excited. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I hope that they, uh, I hope that they just don't uh, turn into one of those queens that gets almost like bullied or underestimated the whole time where we see these like amazing looks, but all of the queens are kind of like not into it. I feel yeah. like I feel like girls who are always like the odd ones or the weird ones, they're constantly being undermined in like confessionals their whole their yeah. whole time on drag yeah. race. What's really interesting is obviously again, I like referencing Drag Race Sound Under because that is the current season we're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, that cast, almost all of them knew each other. There was a connection between at least one of them. Right. I don't know if all of these queens know each other because they all come from different regions of Spain. There are a couple people who are um, doubling in Barcelona and Madrid, but I feel like everyone's coming from such different vantage points that I'm, I'm excited if they're all strangers because that's 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 how this show usually works. Um, and also, like Spain is such a unique country because different regions in Spain are just like culturally so different from each other. Chola, are you like me? Have you never been to Spain? I've never been to Spain. Couldn't tell you what shape it is. Couldn't tell you where the Cayman <laughs> Islands are. Wall, actually, which is very appropriate. <laughs> Lyra lived in Spain for a while, so yeah. she knows everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> you know everything. <laughs> so I love on this podcast to do the Instagram account to discuss who um, has the the how the followers are prior to the season officially beginning. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have a prediction of who has the most followers? Oh, I didn't even look the Instagrams up, but if I had to guess, I would guess that, um, what's her name? Ugaseo would have a lot because she's just seems to be serving looks like a look queen. Okay, mm-hmm. Ugaseo is your pick. Chola, who's your pick? I'm going to say Sagittaria for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. All right, well, let's go through from uh, least to most. Uh, the least is the Macarena at 10.5,000. Okay. 
Then we have Arancha Castilla La Mancha at 13.4 thousand. Next up is Inti, 15.6 thousand. Then Carmen Ferrala at 15.8 thousand. Poopy Poison, 22.8. Drag Vulcano, 24.5. Hugasio Cruente, 27.2. Dovina Normi at 27.4. Second place is Sagittaria 28.1, with the most going to Killer Queen at 28.7. Wow, really? Very interesting. I, I was surprised myself. I thought Sagittaria was going to blow them all out of the water. But it's good to see that they're all over 10,000, because that's not how Drag Race Down Under started. I was um, going to say, they're all in the same ballpark. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to see season 13. Someone has, like, I think it was, like, some, someone had, like, oh, it was uh, fucking Heidi. Yeah. Um, yeah, going going into Down Under, uh, uh, Electra Shock was under 10,000, which I'm not shocked at. Wow. But yeah, so those are the Instagram counts for the queens. I'm excited. This, this feels like a fun show. Um, I will say my Spanish is not good. It, it, I definitely needed those closed captionings. I know that there is going to be a lot of Google Translate moments where I'm going to read something that they write and it's going to be completely wrong. So again, I'm very glad that most of my guests are Spanish speakers to yeah, call me out. Like if they actually translate it correctly or if they like, you know, are shady and like subtitle it with things that are not actually what they actually said. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to be the hardest part of me trying to recap is learning to do Spanish. Because that was the good thing about Holland is they did speak English and did break into English a lot. I don't think this is how it's going to be here. I think they're going to stick to Spanish and it's going to be super fast. It's going to have that cotillion lisp and I'm going to be like, yeah, <laughs> you're pretty. Well, if they start captioning things that isn't what they're actually saying, girl, I feel like the Twitter universe is going to get a hold of that. Oh, yeah. Have a field day with it. Because that's the difference between um, Dutch and Spanish. Dutch is so less prevalent than Spanish is. So it's going to be a lot easier to call out. So Roto Wonder, you better do a good job on this one. You had enough time to get an expert in here to really translate everything. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, you know, whenever uh, Thailand was uh, happening, one of the queens here in New York was doing captions for it. And so hopefully if they butcher España, hopefully somebody, you know, decides to do captions and we can watch it on some bootleg website yeah well may 30th it's just around the corner we're gonna get our fun little show um, i'm excited to be covering two international seasons uh at the same time i'm i'm going to say now i'll probably be doing um espana a little differently where i'm not going to go beat by beat as much as i do the other ones will it'll be more of a general discussion um but i know you're both you both will be back um to recap an episode later on in the season which is super exciting um yeah, I mean, Chola, we started off with things we want to see. What do you want to see out of this season? Any specific runways or um, challenges or lip sync songs? Um, yeah, I kind of want to see all span. Like, if, if everybody's going to be talking in Spanish, if we're going to have captions, I want to see all of the, uh, like, Spanish-speaking divas, like, like uh, Tyla and Shakira and... Um, you know, any like all of the other that'd be great, yeah. There's so many amazing, amazing pop oh stars. Oh my god, I need some Gloria Stefan lip syncs, please. <laughs> yeah, and it's like we just need all of that. I I don't necessarily want to see them do 
Britney Spears or something like that. Like there's a song um, called um, Alessandro. Is that what it's called? The Maybe. One where, oh, I forget who sings that. Cause I, I kind of like still waking up, but um, there's just so many amazing songs that are in yeah. Spanish and we need to see that from them. And we need to see them embrace all the amazing artists that they have there that America doesn't see yeah. here. And, and, and Lyra wants to hear the ketchup song, so I hope you do get the ketchup. Oh song. my god, the ketchup song! <laughs> um, yeah, I, maybe that's what Inti had on her face. Maybe she had ketchup on her face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm super stoked for this season. Um, I love that drag is really taking over the world, and um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It'll be interesting to see, like. Now, now the ball is rolling with drag, but once those other shows come out, like the singing competition and, yeah. you know, Trixie has her motel, Trixie motel thing coming out. It's going to be so interesting to see how, right. how we, how we take those things in and how we, um, you know, the excitement that we have from Drag Race, like how it changes by having all of those at the same time. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll have a drag network, but not the Tamisha Ma network. Girl, we're gonna have we're gonna have Drag Race oh, America on Friday at the club, and then we're gonna have Drag Race España, you know, at Icon on whatever days. And like, <laughs> I hope I do hope Icon does a viewing party on their um, uh, Latina night. That'd be fun. That would be awesome. They did a didn't they do something for Miss Universe or whatever? They, yeah, they did that on Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Viewing. We'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. Well, where can I find you both on social media and Venmo? Where can the fans find you? You can find me. Actually, I have the same handle on Venmo and my Instagram, and it's just, it's Lyra Vega. I-T-S-L-Y-R-A-V-E-G-A. One word, no spaces. That's my name. And I am Chola Spears. I am Chola Spears on all platforms, too. It's so easy. Um, I'm just glad nobody else stole Chola Spears. <laughs> It's true. Well, it was so exciting chatting with you both about this, and I will see you guys later this yeah. season to, for a recap. Yay! Can't wait to watch it. I'm excited. I can't wait for the Spanish drama too, girl. Oh yes. <laughs> the biggest thanks to Chola and Lyra for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.